What is happening, everybody? This is Monster, and you are on the Low Production Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode two. I have a special guest today. His name is Rap King. He's going to be introducing himself in a second. I just want everyone to know this is going to be the first interview we're doing. There is more to come. So here he is. What's going on, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, okay, so what got you into music? Well, it was about like I was in 8th grade. Um, so... When... It was like... It was like, what, like, uh... It was like 8th grade, yeah, 8th grade. We was, we was in this poetry class. And that was my foundation, I always been a poet first. So, it was like... So it was like... Um, when we was, um, writing this poetry, well, actually, it was a subject that we thought was writing this was, was doing like poetry, and I, I did mines, right? So I was I was reading it, and I and I've always been like a person that likes to have a lot of emotions when it comes out certain things out, right? And everybody fell in love with it, and one of my friends, they was like, oh, bro, you should definitely come and rap because the way you, the way you express yourself and the way you rhyme is so so poetic, so genuine, like you could mess with it. So that was when he showed me this, he showed me this ad that was actually being built called SoundCloud, like it was really like starting to get, you know, noticed, but it was like the first version of it before the new updates and everything came out. Okay. And, and I started to be like, you know, do a little freestyles here, doing the computer or whatever, you know, record myself, just trying to get from start to mess with it. And that was when I got popular in my school with the Rapid Beatman song Hot Boy by Bob Schmitter. Okay, so me myself, I've listened to some of your music. I listened to that song Let You Down that you recently checked down when you dropped your album. Is there a chance that we're gonna be getting that song back? Yeah, we are, y'all are. Next year. Um, basically when it came down to the uh Story of Legend 2 album, it kinda was it kinda was um you know, messed up because it was just a complication. So I decided to substitute with this test of my video, but everybody will get this um, Story of Life 2 album next year. Okay. Then is there any drops that you're going to be doing soon? Okay, so I have a song drop Saturday called um, I Should Have Let You Know on YouTube. Okay. Right? That's, 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 that's the one that I'm going to most likely be dropping then. And in November, I will be. I will be dropping an EP called King Season on November 25th. Okay, okay. EP called King Season. Okay, that's gonna be late. So, who are some of your inspirations that keep you going? Well, anybody was asking me, I, like, I get that question asked a lot. So, basically, my main inspirations are Lisa Hughes and Maya Angel. But for music, we wise, I always listen to like Biggie, Tupac, T.I., Eminem. Um, Jay-Z and all of them. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, then. Who would you say really inspired you to keep going? Well, I'm not going to lie. 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 I
Okay. Really, mostly the person I've been inspired is my mom, basically. My mom actually helped me, you know, get to where I needed to be. So it was like, when I, when I, when I had my self-doubts about, you know, doing music again, it wasn't really like, uh, I, I, was, I was not in a place where I could say, say like, you know, I'm focused, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm motivated to do this. So, so, so she had to remind me of, like, who I was. Okay, so then, what's your favorite song that you have out? Top five. Then, if you have one that is unreleased, that is your favorite, what would that be? Okay, this is a song I have that's not been released yet. I'm releasing a song on the. Is I'm releasing a song next year. My favorite song is called my favorite. Well, my favorite unreleased song is Lifeline because when I when I when I was doing it, I sent it out to many different people. Everybody was messing with it, and I liked the way I actually really like rapped on it. Okay. It was something that I can sit here and say like people could connect to, cause like it's like a it's it's it's, it's a love song, and since I had the nickname the love, song, I took that and made it made it seem like I'm telling a story about how like relationships should be nowadays. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak speaking of songs like that, um, I pay attention to the media a lot. I heard of this kid named Monster. He took he stopped making music actually, because he says he's on a break. And he says on his uh, uh, Snapchat, he's got a song with you coming on Christmas. Do we have details yeah. on that? Yeah, that's just coming real, 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 real soon. Then, from what I've heard from him, it's going to be a country song. Is there any special stuff that you're going to do for that? I'll probably get a couple bars type shit, you know what I mean? Then, I heard that it's actually going to be your song. Yeah, it probably is. He's saying he's gonna give me songs. I'll probably do it. So I'll probably put it out. Probably put it out. Then, do we have like details on why he stopped music or did he just want to take a break to get better? Uh, I mean, like, everybody, I can't really specifically say you gotta ask him that. But it's just like, from, from my knowledge, because I was the same way, you know, it's like, when you are always get stressful. You know, and like it's hard being a creative person because like you always got to think about how to, you know, reinvent or like create new things. You know, not not be stale with everything. Okay. So it's like, so like if if, if that was if I was in his situation, I would then I would take the break myself and actually try to reinvent, and like and, and like actually actually figure out where how to not be stale all the time. But with me, it's like I know I, I know my next know my next steps. I thought I thought do a project, but I thought do a song. So like I'm, I'm always creating new things. Okay, I actually got in touch with him a little bit ago, and he says that in 2022 he's got a small EP coming with you and a couple other huge artists. I told him push for 2021 because it makes sense, but 2022 is gold, and I told him, they do it. I told him 2021 because it actually better. Then I heard he actually was on your podcast. Uh, do we have a date for when that's dropping? This Friday. Alright, right, so then, uh, where are you from, actually? I'm from New York City. 
then your mom keeps you going, right? Yeah. So, like, how does your mom motivate you to keep going? It's a, it's a funny story, like, when they first, when she first found out I was doing this, she was very supportive because she saw my talent as a writer. And she saw how much I could actually take this far. Um, it was like, I remember this specifically, it was like my last performance in high school. My last, last performance in high school before I graduated. And I was performing two songs that I did. Okay. Like, it was, it was a song that I, that was a song that I had unreleased. Well, you should be here. Well, it's released out now by my debut album, Heartbreaking Love, Ghost Street Drive. You haven't heard that. And my other song, Late Nights, which is on my debut album, Heartbreaking Love. You haven't heard that, Ghost Street Drive. Um, but she heard me do those songs. She saw how the crowd reacted. She saw how people reacted. It was like, she saw the start. You know, she saw the person that could actually bridge the gap between the old generation and the new generation. And also saw the person that actually really changed back to hip hop. Okay. So it was like, it came so like that right there. I said that's a heart. So that's why every day, every time when I write, every time when I make something new, I always make sure that I do it because this this is something that I love to do, and this keeps me at peace. So, what was it like on your last school performance? Like, how did everybody react? Ah, man, that was that was that was a special day because it was like I hope if I wouldn't be able to perform. In front of them, because for four years I've been performing in front of everybody that was at my school. But knowing how much that meant to me was like I have, I have both my bros there, I have my friends there, um, had everybody that was supporting me there, and you know I have my family there, my sister, my mom. It was, it was actually a fun time. And plus, I left my marketing at school because I was the person that actually started revolution to actually bring rappers out. So it was like me being that leader was just like, yeah, this, this, this is a mark that I left. So, I'll never, I'll never forget that. so after high school, have you performed on a stage at all? Yeah, although when well, I first graduated, right, I went to the college that I applied to, and I got accepted to what's called Sony Fordoni, which is upstate in Buffalo, right, in a small town Buffalo. Okay. I remember I entered, I did, I did at least three shows, no, two to three shows. It was, I did a little, like, a little um, cafe, it was like a little cafe talent show. At this, at, at this, um, at this building, which is called the Warriors Building, but it was like in a little small cafe that they had, right? And we did, I did that. Then there was a little competition. There was a competition that happened, right? Okay. Uh, it was called the Battle of the Kings, which is for the, it was part of this club that I was in. So I said, you know, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna do it, right? So I had my bro, I had my roommate, who was who, who had to like my manager. For the time being, right? Because I okay. didn't have no manager at the time. So I said, You want to be my manager for this competition? You used to be my manager. So I had my, my bro Jalen, he was he performed the last song with me because we did a duet song called, called Cypher. And then I had my guys, I had my best friend, my guys, my best friend, my, my childhood friend I went to school with, and my other friend I went to school with, and their friends. It was all there. It was everybody that was supporting me. I won the competition, I'll be honest. I won the competition. I'm like, let people know the competition. And that's what's up. <clears throat> that's your, your song lets you down. You talk about letting someone down, and I kind of that song is emotional. So I really, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. But like, what's that song really about? So the fans know. Um, um, I'm gonna explain it. I'm explain the whole history behind it. So I have a brother who I like call my twin, right? But we're not related. But he's was a close friend of mine. So I call my brother 
because he was somebody that I considered as a little brother from another mother. So my so my brother Carlos, he, he has sickle cell all his life. Like when me and him first met, we met back in the same school that we went to. I just graduated here before him. And he graduated in 2019. Now the difference was that me and him always knew that our bond was always gonna be there. So like we relate to the we relate to a lot of stuff. Can our relationships, we love wrestling, we want to play history for each other. That's how our bond went. I gave him advice, he gave me advice. Okay. I came home in 20, I came home from college in 2019 to a positive He was on the so his situation was different from mine because he was in high school. His okay. situation was so different to the point it was like my old school. It's some BS to him and like it led to it, it led to a bad thing. It led to him even and it had it had to go to job for which I didn't like personally. So it was like after my after my semester ended, and, you know, I passed or whatever, you know, I um decided to take the time, you know, before I go back. It's actually helped us we was hanging out, going places, we was we was the lights to the fullest. Um it was around the time at the end of August. August 25th, 26th, either August 25th, 26th, or 27th. He had, he had to go back to the hospital. So when he told me that, I didn't, basically, I had to go, I was working at the time, so I didn't have work that day. Right? Okay. So I was like, so I was in school, whatever, boom, boom, boom. So when I was out, so went to the hospital with him, and I saw how. Dialing he was, but I didn't want to say nothing to nobody. I didn't want to say nothing to nobody. He posted on Facebook that he was in the hospital. But I was the first person that was there. Everybody else came right after after I left. But no. Nobody else came until after uh, nobody else came until the shit got so good. The next day when I got a text from his mom to let him know that to let me know that he was in the hospital, that he was in he got transferred up to ice. So that was when me and my mom were down there and like that whole time when I was there, it was just like I was so thankful for doing so God had other plans. And on September 3rd, that was when the doctor told me that he actually passed away due to having a stroke in the brain from his blood transfusion. So I said, okay. And they didn't pull the plug until September 5th. Right? But he was already dead. Thanks to you know, thanks to his brain goal. Because once the brain goes, your whole body shuts down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the machine. Right? But it was just so fucked up. Because like we had plans. In September to go to Madison Square Garden to see uh, to see Ball SmackDown for WWE, and then his birthday was in November. Okay. So it was just like that song. I felt like me personally, like in that hospital, I could have told the doctors to chop In that hospital, I could have told the doctors to be like, look at his situation again, read the charts, do something. I want my brother to live type shit. You feel me? Yeah. But I mean. So, I mean they were doing what they could do, you know? Yeah, but it's just like, it was just, it was just so much emotions up behind that song. It was just like, it was still, I was fucking killers. And then the problem was, the problem was, was that, I caught up, I caught some type of backlash through people that wasn't really there for my vote. Okay. And they was talking about my, talking about how I was basically using him, but if anything, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not trying to start no shit, but I just want, I just want, I just want to remind people, right? If you know that your heart is generally there for somebody, right? Right. Don't listen to anybody that claims that they fuck with the person that you fucked with. Okay. They 
kill. And I'm, and I'm telling people, I'm telling people this: the people that went that went to school with us before I graduated, and the year that he got, that he did, that he's supposed to graduate, nine times out of ten, they really wasn't there for the kid. Even so, only most of them got to get that respect. I was in a hospital, was really there for him. Like I told my friends that. Were um, somebody that I dated that went to our school and stuff like that, you know. But it was just like it hurt me to know that somebody that I expected, thank for I expected to be there for the kid, wasn't really there, but told all that hot, told all hot to me. But that song is actually impactful. Plus, his mom actually loved the song because I showed her, I showed her again before I released it, and she really loved it. So yeah, okay. That song, so that song actually is like has special meaning because that people could relate to. Somebody that you're close to, and how much they feel like they could have done more to make sure that they stayed alive. But in all actual reality, you only did enough because you got the memories, and you got you got the memories, and also you got the special times that y'all share. Yeah, yeah. Well, where can the fans find you on social media? All right, so so all my social media. Anybody that want to follow me, if you don't have me, follow me on Instagram at the only bad key. My Facebook page is Elijah Williams, but if you want to follow my artist page, it's Rap right? My it's my Twitter is Rap underscore King Nation, and my Snapchat is Rap King Nation. Follow me on Spotify at Rap King. My Apple Music is Rap King. If you don't, and so all my Amazon users, because I love everybody that been listening to me on Amazon Music. My my, my Amazon Music page is Rap King. Just look, just just hit up, just to say, um, if you have Alexa. On Amazon Echo, the shit. Just, just say Alexa, play, play, play an album by, by the band. Any album that I drop, either Heartbreak Your Love, Vulgar, Heartbreak Your Love Two, Soy Elijah, Soy Elijah, um, Summertime, Voice of This Generation. Um, the seven albums I was not on the mainstream, I put on the mainstream soon. But Heartbreak Your Love Three, a uh, post mine was Success in My Best. Any one of those albums, just, 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 just do a voice search for it or type it in, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm popped up. Alright, thank you, bro. Uh, well, this is gonna be the end of the podcast, so I'm gonna let you go. To all everybody listening, my name is Monster. You are listening to Low Productions podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you on episode three. Peace out.